Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Q Sports. We've all played a bit of pool, haven't we? Most of us grew up playing a bit of eight ball. All had... Slightly different sets of rules when it comes to playing the eight. Never thought I'd be sort of involved in the sport, but I've done a little bit of commentary work over the last three years, and I've got to say, like all sports, you get behind the scenes and you start to understand the game, you start to realise the subtleties of it, but you'll start to realise just how big it is, how much of a grassroots following it does have, and how big the sport is internationally. And so I thought, well, it is November. Let's give the sport a bit of coverage because we've got a test series against Australia coming up and nothing better than beating the Australians in any sport. The major player in the Q Sports in this country is Marseille. They have around 20,000 members. And they have now combined forces with the New Zealand Pool Association. So we've got one organisation We've got a number of players who are doing great things internationally who are trying to follow in the footsteps, I guess, of Dean O'Kane. Not so much in snooker, but in the international game, which tends to be nine ball, ten ball and eight ball. Bernie Andres is the head of the organisation, sits on the NZPA board, joins us on the programme. G'day, Bernie. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. Firstly, let's talk about what's happening in a couple of weeks. Test match against the Australians. Yeah, we've got the Oceania Championships on uh, for men and women. It's the first time it's been held since before COVID. And um, it's going to be a huge four days. It's probably going to be the biggest um, pool tournament there's ever been in Australasia. It's just under $50,000 in, uh, in prize money up for grabs. Um, starts on the Thursday, um, finishes on the Sunday and on the Saturday night. Uh, it's 7 o'clock at um, Massey Pukekohe. There's the Australia New Zealand Test Match. Um, so two um, two men and women in each team, and they face off. Women play a game of singles, race to four. The men, one of the men, do the same. Then it's a scotch, and um, then it's uh, sort of a captain captain's choice if it goes that far. And then if they need a decider, it's a um, shootout, which is a ten ball on the spot. And um, yeah, sort of a sudden death, which is pretty exciting. Sort of following the. Um, same format as uh, the World Teams Championship, but just which just finished last week in Puerto Rico. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. You, you mentioned you mentioned the term the Scotch the Scotch pairs. Can you, you for non Q sports aficionados? Can you just break that down for us? Yeah, so basically doubles. Um, you'll have one male, one female on the team, and they'll just take alternate shots. So I say the male breaks, gets the ball down, then it's a um, partner will take a shot if she gets the ball down, then it's uh, the male's turn again, and um, if they miss, it's the other other team's uh, shot. Mm. Okay, and it is a 10-ball format, 9-ball format, 8-ball format? Um, 10-ball. 10-ball is now sort of the official uh, game of pole, uh, recognised by the IOC, um, taken over from 9-ball, so... It's definitely the game. I think it's the preference of pros as well. Nine ball, you can flute balls in. Um, whereas ten ball, you've got to call your pocket. So it's much more of a skill skill game. 
Yeah, we should clear that up for people. So in every form of the game other than nine ball, uh, you're not allowed flukes. You do have to nominate your pocket. You do have to tell your opponent the shot that you are planning on taking and the pocket in which the intended ball will go down, nine ball. You are allowed flukes. So ten ball, ten ball's on the table. And what, you've got to sink them in order one through ten, can't do you? And whoever sinks the ten yeah, ball wins, wins the frame. Yep. Yep, that's right. Although um, sort of viewing rules, the rules will be playing. I think in Oceania, run. Uh, um, you say you're on the three, and you manage to hit the three into the ten, and you call the ten in a pocket, and it goes down. You win the match. So um, you can win like that through a combo shot. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, it's not just the Oceania champs. You just talked about the size of it, fifty thousand dollars in prize money. There's not too many sports offering that these days here in New Zealand. But next year, an exciting year too, with a number of world championships coming to New Zealand. Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. In the first week of September, we're going to be hosting the Women's World Nine World Champs, uh, the Junior World Ten World Champs. So there's under-19 boys, under-17 boys and under-19 girls. And there's also going to be a um, Men's Pro Ten Ball Open Championships as well. So it's going to be a big week of pool and that's going to be um, held here in Hamilton at the Pool and Event Centre. So... A lot of work to do, but it's going to be exciting. It's um, going to be great for Paul and the country having an event um, of that profile being hosted here. Yeah, and we shouldn't underestimate too the viewing audience globally for Q Sports, particularly in Asia. Oh, yeah, it's huge, um, massive sport um, in Asia. I mean, it's growing around the world. It's big in Europe. Um, some of the numbers that they get watching the um, the uh, matches is uh, huge. Uh, you're talking the millions. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely big sport. Um, it's really starting to grow as well, worldwide. Now, you've recently been up in Puerto Rico. Tell us what was happening up in Puerto Rico. It did involve a number of New Zealand players. Yeah, so we had a um, team of four go up there, Solomon Clark, Danny Kirkhoven, Kashap Chowdhury, and my daughter, Alexandria Andres. Um, to start off with, they played in the Puerto Rico Open 10 ball, so there was a men's and a women's event there. And um, after that, um, it was the World Teams Championship, which was really exciting. 16 teams playing in the same format that we were playing in the Test Match against Australia um, at the Oceania. So um, that was a huge week of pool. Um, really popular, the format. I think that's going to really grow to be uh, one of the big sort of sporting events, the World Teams Championship. Mm. Um Bernie, we've got Marco Teuscher who's going to join us on the programme shortly. One of the best players in the world, originally out of the Netherlands, came over here um, by chance, ended up being employed by Massey. He's done a lot in the coaching space, still at the top of his game. I understand he is going to switch allegiances and will be representing New Zealand in this test match coming up. Uh, he will be, yep, yep. So um, with the test match, the WPA, World Pool Association, um, rules don't apply, so... Um, if you've got permanent residency, you can play um, for the country of your choice, and that that applies to one of the Australian players as well. Being hung, the female player, she's a um, top women's player. I think she's ranked number eleven in the world at the moment. Uh, she's actually um, from Taiwan, hasn't got her Australian citizenship yet, I believe, but she'll be able to play mm. in that match as well. So, um, yeah, some yeah. Obviously, Pretty pop players there. Yeah, and how much depth in the women's game here in New Zealand? Who are our leading players? Um, so our leading player, probably our best women's cures that we've ever had. I'd sort of, uh, I'd argue, and that's Denise Wilkinson. Um, she's really got in back into the game in the last year, ranked number one quite easily in New Zealand. 
Um, just having a look at the latest women's rankings that have come out, she is ranked 68 in the world. Um, she's only played a couple of tournaments overseas, so that's pretty good. Um, and then probably the next two are pretty well neck and neck. Kimberly Cullen, she's Auckland-based, um, had a strong background in snooker in the seven-foot pool game, and she's really getting into the nine-foot game and really showing her sort of ability there. She won the Women's National Eight Ball Championship. And um, the other one is my daughter, Alex, um, who's usually second equal with him most of the time. She um, did quite well in the Puerto Rico Open, uh, finished 25th. That's probably her first pro tournament and took a couple of wins, which is really good. So that's got her into the top 100 in the WPA rankings. I think she might be 82. So. Um, yeah, she's starting off just doing yeah. 19. So. Yeah, it, it, it's remarkable. We mentioned Sullivan Clark and Marco Toysha, and they're sort of 50 51 in the world when you consider how many t- people pick up a queue. Uh, it's not a lot of people to put in yeah. a room, is it? Top 100, no different uh, than I'd exactly. argue at greater depth than what we see in tennis. A couple of questions that are coming yep. on the text. So Ken wants to know he says, No flukes, how can I claim to be a good player now? <laughs> you can in a pub. <laughs> you can in a pub. There you go. <laughs> and a text coming in from Rex Adar, who is actually a member of a club down there in Christchurch. Serious question. He wants to know um, how's the power play between matchroom and the establishment? Is it a good thing? Are we going to find some common ground here? Who's going to take control of the sport? I think, I mean, it's great having matchroom involved. Um, when you look at their profile and what they can do for the sport. Um, but I think probably the big thing with Metrum is they're just interested in money at the end of the day. And a key a key thing that Barry Hearn was interviewed at the US Open last year when they announced they were splitting away uh, was that he didn't, didn't care about um, Paul getting into the Olympics. Uh, he's just really interested in making money. So it's a, I mean, it's, it's a big thing for the sport to get into the Olympics. That's when it's really going to grow. So... Hopefully they can find some common ground. I know the World Pool Association has tried um, uh, to sort of do that with matchroom. They've offered them basically a dollar to sanction their matches, um, which was sort of the big sticking point before. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed they can sort it out. I mean, it's better when everyone's working together rather than working working apart. But um, at the moment, matchroom's going with nine ball and uh, the World Pool Association is going with eight ball and ten ball. So, um yeah, it's going to be an interesting year ahead uh, because uh, um, in Doha in October, the World Pool Association voted to um, to ban any player that plays at a um, non-sanctioned event after March 1st. So that's basically pretty well all the match in tournaments. So, yeah, um, sort of a case to watch this space really and see <laughs> yeah. what happens. Oh, well, often it, you need to go in two different directions for everybody to eventually come together and find some common ground. We've just seen it in golf, why not in Q Sports? Hey, look, Bernie, lovely to have you on the programme. We're going to have Marco Toysher on shortly, uh, but certainly looking forward to that Oceania Championship starting Thursday week and, of course, that test series between Australia on the Saturday night at the Massey Club in Pukekohe. Yep. Great. Thanks, Mark.